Hey everyone, this is Commander Cookout Podcast. I am Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today we're talking Surak Dragonclaw and the worst magic tribal of all time, the werewolf. But before that, hit our theme song. Hey, welcome to the show, Ryan. How you doing? Oh man, I can't help but laugh when the music starts because <laughs> you're so pumped. I am so excited to be here. It's a very exciting time, man. I was excited, too. We haven't recorded in like a month. It's been a long time. I was working out of town, and I was traveling, and I was doing everything. But we're here. We're back. It's episode four. How were you? How was your travels? You went to Edmonton to a hockey game Edmonton, yeah. yes. I watched the Oilers get beat by none other than the Pittsburgh Penguins. Boo. Overtime shootout. You know who else is from Pittsburgh? Who else is from Pittsburgh? Christian Coalition Outreach. You're kidding me. And I was, oh man, less than sober. Far less than sober. Oh, that doesn't surprise me. I'm in the first row of the second deck and shootout. Guy from the Penguins scores. Ah, boo! Go back to Pittsburgh and talk to the Christian Coalition Outreach. Get out of here, you (laughs) bum. We took it to the NHL. Yep. We're up in our game. They're going to help us. I like it. I hope so. We get the Oilers on our side. You know what that gets us? It gets us Gretzky and Drew Remenda. Uh, yep. Remember, their color guy, friend of the show. Uh, oh, yeah. I sure. Yeah. Also, Wayne Gretzky, friend of the show. Uh, and the Luch. He's Milan Lucic. He's a player. Nothing. No, I don't know hockey as good as you do. Uh, I know Wayne Gretzky and Jeremenda. Those are the two hockey people that I know. Connor McDavid. I know of him. That's a name. Yeah, that's the person he plays for the Oilers too, doesn't he? Yes, he's their captain. Right on. Ta-da! Sweet. I'm learning stuff all the time. That's excellent. Okay, so here we are. We're on episode four. We're talking Serac Dragon Club. But before that, I think we had some stuff we wanted to clear up from last episode when we were talking about 62 land to talk talk. Yes? Yes. But before that, even before that, Whoa. we do have the obligatory plug because All this right. is the first episode since we've been picked up by CommanderSociety.com. Thank you. Um, yeah, huge shout out because it's been great getting the name out there on a website that's already been established, something that you can link to, something that that honestly I actually went to before we were even thinking about doing a podcast. I used to go there and read some of the stuff that was on there and another podcast that I listened to is hosted there. Um, so Hayes over at Commander Society, definitely worth checking him out. Um Checking out, they've got sweet videos now. They've got short little videos on, um, not even kidding, everything that we do, he's trying to do at the same time or everything that we do, he's already done and he mm. just releases it just before we do. Like right before we did our our first podcast with Zada, right. he had a Zada list like a couple weeks before that. Uh, he just did, or somebody on on Commander Society just put out a um, a land commander deck. Like, totally independent from us. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we came up with a, if there was a Serac list on there. Like I'll tomorrow. bet you there will not be a Serac yeah, list. Yeah, no, there like was, the some, there was something about. else, too, that was on there. And I, I finally, I emailed Hayes, and I was like, are you a mind reader? What are you doing so I don't do it? And I, he, he gave me a little snippet, and, and oh, no, you know what the other thing was? Uh, was it Hirobi? No, it was, it was, we were go it was a house. Brea deck. Uh, like an eggs Brea deck, combo deck. And Ben, when he found out that we were doing a podcast, he said, yeah, he said, I'm going to get you a list. I'd love to come on and talk or just meet up. We'll have a few beers and we'll talk about Brea. They'll give you a bunch of show content. Yeah, Yeah. I like the beers part. 
Uh, yes. I don't like Brea. No, I don't either. Just because I can't build it, though, because I feel like I, I want to build it, but Ben already built it, so... Yeah. I'm the only one that's actually holding true to the don't build somebody else's deck rule in our playgroup. No, is that that a a thing for the Zada? The Zada Uh, deck? Is that Yes. Not what I was thinking about when I said that, but yes. If you run. That's how that is. That's that's where that's going. But yeah, Yeah. thanks for picking us up. We'll try not to let you down, and we'll try not to uh, show you up too bad. Uh, Yeah, all of those are going to be true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing we want to talk, talk about from a Togatog episode was Gitrog Monster. Gitrog doesn't have frog. Death Touch because they just wanted to give a 6-6 Death Touch. We went online. We found the story. It is actually flavor-based that he has Death Touch because yes, it is. he's a bad guy. And um, not all bad guys have Death Touch. No, but if you can imagine Hypnotoad, he's, yeah. he's giant Hypnotoad. Yes, he is, yeah. He comes out of the bubbling muck in the swamp because Emrakul's magic was waking him up. Yeah. And if you touch him, no, not if you touch him. If you got near him, he could hypnotize you with his stare. With his frog eyeballs. And then he had the huge, super sticky frog tongue. Yeah. And you die if you go near him. Yeah. You don't die if you get into a fight with him. You just <laughs> die if you go near him. It's not like his six power has to beat you up if you're another creature. It's if he just gets near you, he can hypnotize you and you die because he'll frog tongue you to death. Frogs. And and you Frogs ev- are evidenced by the arm hanging out of his mouth in the art. Yes. Yeah. The story was it was not a terrible read, but I, I gotta admit I did start skimming it about halfway through. It's like just get to the frog. I didn't read I don't, it. Yeah. Uh, I read the synopsis of it on like Magic MTG Salvation Wiki or something. Yeah, see, I went through. I went. I, did, I went. The, I went the extra yard, and I read the whole story. Not the whole story. <laughs> I, I read half it. the story. I read half of it, and it was it was okay. But uh, Evan, who we play with, did say it's one of his F. favorite flavorful uh, Magic stories. Oh, so good for him. Oh, very good. It's kind of like the creature from the Black Lagoon, except it's a frog and it's a black and green lagoon kidnapping women to be his wife. He kills you and eats you. Did the creature from the Black Lagoon? Yeah. Blue Lagoon? No, that was Black a different Lagoon. One. Black Lagoon. Did yeah. he kill you as well? Well, no. He, like, kidnapped this woman and took him to a cave, and then she escapes, and they shoot the creature. That's the way I remember it. I haven't seen that movie in, like, a Sounds decade. like Pumpkin Face. You remember that movie? Pumpkinhead? Head. Pumpkinhead is sweet. Pumpkinhead. It had Lance Hendricks in it. I have Lance Hendricks. I have Lance Hendrickson's book signed by him for me. Did he sign it in the shape of a pumpkin? Like, you know, when uh, dogs put their autograph on something in cartoons, it's a little paw print? Oh, I wish. That'd be sweet. Just a pumpkin. Yeah, it was just his name. It's kind of laying there. It kind of sucks now that I have it. eBay when I get home. F you, Lance Henderson. Yep. All, All right. right. Last thing. Mana Bond. Mana Bond. Put, put it back in. Yeah. Mana Bond got taken out because I took out Diabolic Revelation. Diabolic okay. Revelation is the black... 3x search for x cards black 3x yeah it's an x tutor spell yeah and the original intent was to put the tutors in or put diabolic revelation in x equals the amount of guild gates you don't control plus mazes end plus mana bond and at the end of the turn or before the end of the turn, mana bond, end of turn, dump all of the mazes end, and then win. 
That's horrible. Or all the guild gates and mazes end in one. And I took it out because uh, it wasn't how I was playing the deck at the time. It wasn't what the build wanted at the time. Um, but now it's kind of evolved into a little bit grindier, stacksier, controllier deck. And I found in the few times that I've been playing it that I would say go with nothing to do in my hand and eight mana opens. It's like, put it back in. Okay, I'm going to beat you now with Maze's End. And instead of using um, Conflux to tutor out different card colors, I'm just going to use Diabolic Revelation for the same converted mana cost after I pay X to find it and win that way because that's way funner. Yeah, it's way more cool to say, ha, you just lost a Maze's End and then somebody inevitably goes yep. and kills themselves. because that's. And then Rites of Spring, you had suggested that as well, but it only yeah. finds basics. Oh. Screw that card. Oh, yeah, there's sorry. like four basics out of the 62 land. Yeah, it's just no good then. No. Rites okay. of Spring, definitely cut. Yeah, but... It's too bad I had someone who's going to trade them to you. Yeah. <laughs> you got any, uh, got any more scape shifts to trade? I have four. Buck a piece? No. Are they, are they worth a bunch of money now? I told you that they were. What? Remember the last episode? We were... Togatog? They were oh, yeah. like $38. Oh, and yeah. you're like, what? I blanked and saying things like that out of my mind because it, it hurts me. <laughs> I can only handle so many ridiculous things in my life at one time. Working at this podcast, there's lots of them. Yep. Speaking of which, uh, Surak Dragonclaw. Yes. What of him? So the original idea here was I wanted to do werewolf tribal. Mm. Not because I think werewolves are so cool, but because red and Not green Not because my... you're like that guy. Yeah. Oh, man, I want to make a werewolf deck. That's going to be so sweet. Hell no. I like playing no, red and terrible. green because red and green gruel is my favorite Guild, tribe, color combination. I love that stuff. And this is like their bread creature and type. It's, it's like their modern bread and butter. Exactly. I don't even know if that's no, right. It they, of, they don't even make the bread and butter list. It's a thing that they made just for those colors. So I wanted to try it out. It's like, oh, look at this. It's Wizards of the Coast doing something really nice just for me. So I decided to make it, and it was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. So I figured, okay. I'll add I'll add another color because this isn't working. So I saw an arcane laboratory in my binder. Arcane laboratory. Yep. Makes it so everybody can only cast one spell a turn. I'm thinking, okay, if I can play this, then people will stop flipping my werewolves back, and that's going to be great. So I found a general, Serac Dragonclaw, focused on playing with creatures, creatures that turn sideways to kill you. It's perfect. People can't control and, tar and, you know, counter my werewolves and stuff. Mm -hmm. This is going to be great. So I built Serac Dragonclaw dot werewolf dot deck. And it was still really, really, really bad. Still terrible. Because it turns out werewolves are terrible. They're just terrible. By and large, they're the worst. Mm -hmm. they're, I think, how many are still even left in the deck? Like, this deck is pretty... It's, it's taken a beating. But terrible. we're going to... We're talking about it because it's like an amorphous blob right now. Yep. But uh, it started off as total werewolf tribal. I got a foil slash altered play set of werewolves for this deck. And wow, am I glad I didn't pay a lot of money for any of them. <laughs> well, you wouldn't because they all suck. Uh, there was that one, Master of the Hunter of the Fells. Uh, Master of the Hunt Master of the Fells. The yeah. only one that does what werewolves should do, which is something when they flip over. That's what they should do. And that would make them better. But he's the only one that actually does it, I think. Yeah, there's like five werewolves left in here. Yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at the tapped out list. 
CCO podcast on tapdout.net. Yeah, if you want to check this list out. Tapdout.net slash user slash CCO podcast. Is that how that goes? You just search for CCO podcast yeah, on tapdout. Yeah, we've tapped confirmed out. that that works. Yeah, you'll see all sorts of great stuff on there. The list is there. Um, it kind of looks m- more of a like a dumpster fire than most of our other stuff. Yes. And, okay, so we're, we're evolving it. And I imagine in my head what I would have done to keep it at 100 cards so it doesn't go to like prototype status and then not show up on the page or whatever right. is just knock the basic land count down to nothing and then add all of the cards in that you want. <laughs> ah, whatever. I well, don't yeah, know. But I'm st- there's, the, there's 32 lands and 52 creatures. Something's wrong with yeah. this picture. The, the thing here is I still play this deck. And while I don't do great with it, I have won games with it. Oh, that yeah. makes me look bad. Yes, it does. Oh. It makes everybody look bad. What was I playing? I don't know. What was remember. I drinking? Lots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it, it, the deck is pretty bad because it's just a... How did we describe it before it went on the air? It's like if you had a toolbox and your toolbox has some pretty average tools in it, but you got nothing to build with it. Mm. You got all these things that hunt and find and do sort of stuff on their own, but none of them really work together to do anything cohesive. And you still have werewolves in it, and they suck. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when I used to play it when it was werewolves. Those first three turns, it was it was beautiful because mm-hmm. you'd land guy, and then everybody would land go. And by the time it came back around, you'd have like a four or five that you could attack with. But inevitably, somebody would play a land and then a card, and all of a sudden, <laughs> my game is over, yep. and I've and now I'm first and last because I'm winning at and the I have same time. All the threats. And now I'm dead. Mm. And that's how every game would go. So now it's just, it's so abysmal what I'm doing that people just leave me alone. And every so often I'll start cloning Terastodons. And now all of a sudden I'm like, Haha. now you got a real deck. Yeah, now I'm playing a real deck. It just takes forever. And I have to really lock sack out those 32 lands. Okay. So you'd mentioned clones. You'd mentioned taking werewolves out. I got the list in front of us. What if we just took out the werewolves? Like, what if we just cut five cards right now? Well, and, then, the, and, then the deck wouldn't be legal, Ryan. Uh, well, but we, we would add other cards. Oh, okay, said, all right. That makes sense. I've got clones. Yeah, I like playing clones. Clones, clones are my that's favorite. my note. <laughs> They're one of my favorite creatures. There's already a few in here. None of them are actual clone. There's, uh, there's the one... stunt double. Stunt double is Stunt doubles in here? Is stunt double in there? Stunt double's not in here. Yeah, that's right. Maybe you should put him in there. He's clone set faster. But he's not... One of the neat clones that's in here, like I have the red blue one that has haste and dethrone, Ooh, yeah, and yeah. progenitor mimic, mimic. He like makes more of himself every turn, mm-hmm. and I got the one that comes in. He's got an X in his cost, so he comes in and he's bigger than whatever he's copying. So I played all the kind of mm-hmm. cool ones like that. Altered ego. Yeah, and I played lots of creatures that like do stuff when they come into play. Like, of course, that's what Serac does. But those clones are super fun. I just don't have a lot of really great stuff to clone. Except for, again, the Terastodon, which I put in, super smart choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. But yeah, if we cut those werewolves out of there, with, with one exception, because she's a mana dork, uh, they could probably all go and I wouldn't miss them. Wouldn't even notice they were gone. Which one's the mana dork? Um, keep going, keep going, keep going. I'm looking for the ones that have the little flip thingy on them. She's green and she costs two... Green and cost two. Is it the Arlen Cord? Oh, no, that, she's a Planeswalker. Yeah, that's definitely a Planeswalker. Oh, man, we suck. Yeah, you're the worst, man. Either way, she taps for one. When she flips over, she taps for two green. 
that's kind of good. Yeah, it's it's not a bad card. She costs this is a one one for two taps for one or two, and since she, when she becomes a two two, it's pretty oh yeah, good. um, scorned villager. Is that that's the I, one? Yeah. Am I reading that word right? Scorned villager. Yeah. I feel like scorned isn't a word. Scorned is definitely it's like a word. past tense of scorn. Yeah. Or you have been scorned. You are now an outcast from society. Is that what scorned means? That's what scorned I thought means, what scorn yeah. is like when your parents give you hell. That's scolded. Uh, or scold. I feel like that's being scorned it's as a well. Scold. Maybe if it's like really harsh. Like if your parents really secretly yeah, hate like, you, like you're adopted and they want you to move out because they regret adopting you, then maybe. I don't mind scorned villager because I mean you're getting green and one would feasibly play a mana dork for two mana. There are ones of those that you would play. Yeah. Like Utopia Tree. Yep. What about Utopia Tree? Well, if I'm playing Utopia Tree, why don't I just play Scorned Villager? Ah. At least then I have a werewolf. Some of the original spirit is alive. Yep. And and that's pretty good. I like that. Uh, I'm looking at your two-drop slot here, and I see most of the two-droppers are... Okay, Ashling the the Pilgrim is not a two-dropper. I don't like that card. Everybody's so high up on Ashling the Pilgrim. Ashling the Pilgrim. I don't like that card. Let's read it. Okay. Uh, Elemental Shaman for red and one. It's a one-one. She's a one-one. Sure. Yep. Uh, ability is red and one. Put a plus one plus one counter on Ashling the Pilgrim. If this is the third time this ability was resolved this turn, remove all plus one plus one counters from Ashling, and it deals that much damage to each creature and each player. The whole deck built around her, and it sucks. Yeah. Even in this deck, she kind of sucks. It's just it gives you something to do while you're either waiting for land or something. Plus, placeholder, she's something that I had in my binder at the time. So she went in. She could be a cut, too. Yeah, we're basically building live on live on the podcast right now, giving you an insight into the world. So for mumbling around, suck it. Yeah. Ashling, suck it too. Yes, she can go. I don't like her. I like the other one a lot better, the extinguisher, but she's black, so I can't play her. Uh, yes. Yeah. You could if I wanted to cheat. play a four-color deck. Duh. We're sticking with Serac. Yeah, so yeah. I, I like Serac a lot. You can do dirty things without being countered. Exactly. That's okay. exactly. Dirty Serac. <laughs> I feel like dirty Serac would have black in him. Yeah, I like if, would, if yeah. we went back to Tark Tar- Tar- here, and it's like the Phyrexians showed up, they're like, yeah, we're going to. Poop on everybody. <laughs> uh, whatever. Serac Poop Claw. I don't like Ash. Poop Claw. I like uh, Coiling Oracle. That's Coil- in there. Coiling Oracle is excellent. And a Serac staple. Uh, yeah, I think that is. Yeah, he's one of those cards that you When just we talk about our, our spicy rating, you're going to see that this Serac deck is like a spicy rating of like 7 trillion because. Yeah. It, yeah. It's you're, got, drink, yeah you're drinking hot sauce. It's, it's got nothing in it that the regular Serac has in it now because it's just a pile of garbage. But yeah. we'll talk about that in a minute. Well, we shouldn't say it's a pile of garbage because it does win sometimes. It does uh, threaten yeah, people and it does right. win. Maybe it's just in our playgroup. Maybe getting I'm just more depressed. Maybe every I'm time. just really, really good because that's possible. I am pretty good at this game. And, like, it's all in the mindset. It's not necessarily in the cards you play. It's in how you play the cards you have in your hand. Sounds like an episode. Yes, it Sounds does. Sounds like an episode. We're writing that down. Hang Long-term on. segue. <laughs> Coiling Oracle's good. If, if you're not playing Coiling Oracle and you have blue and green in your deck, it's good. 1-1 one, one Snake Elf Druid. What? What? Is- yeah, when Coiling Oracle enters the battlefield, reveal the top card of your library. If it's a land card, put it onto the battlefield. If it's not, 
put it into your hand. So you draw a card unless it's a land, you play it. Exactly. So that's good. Yeah. It it's a essentially costs one. If it's you, a cantrip or a random rampant growth. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. Uh, it's less good in this deck because you're only running 32 lands yeah, as not of right land. now. But You know what you I could do is I could cut all the werewolves except for that dork and put land in. Yep, you'd get up to 36 land. Yeah, that's you'd pretty be good. Four werewolves. And Ashling. Ah, 37 land. lands. 37 good. lands. And when we're looking at the average converted mana cost, which we'll talk about in a minute, but yep. just for quick reference, it's 3.78. Still low. Uh, still low. You got a lot of three drops and a lot of two drops. Nine two drops. That's kind of lots. That is lots, yes. But uh, you know what? I have been trending towards lower and lower. Oh, and um, if you saw on Twitter a little while back, there was um, a, something from edhrec.com that was a graph of... Uh, average converted mana cost over time, and it's been dropping. What does that tell us? That's an episode. I'm gonna get that mm. that info updated from Donald Miner at EDHREC because he likes sending that kind of stuff. Spoiler: It's because people want to be efficient and win as opposed to playing big bomby fun stuff. I feel like we should beat them with big bomby stuff just to show them the biggest middle finger. I agree. That's an episode. That's episode what? Commander Cookout Middle Finger. Yeah. The Commander Cookout Middle Finger Award goes to everybody who trends down in the converted mana cost. Ah, but I feel like that's me. F you, Ryan. I'm giving myself the big middle finger. There it is. I'm actually giving you the middle finger right now. Ah, I wish you I kinda, could see it. I kind of deserve it. Everybody in the live studio audience is also giving you the middle finger. Yeah, like that bug we saw outside. <laughs> yes. The spring is here. Did I mention we have a live studio audience? It's pretty good. They're a little bit quiet. Yeah, they? we have space for one at least if you want uh, to ever be here with us. Yep. Check us out on Twitter at uh, CCO Podcast. Ooh. Yes, that was why I went into that. Yep. Uh, okay, so let's keep going down through. I'm just going through the two drops again. I'm kind of stuck on the two drops because I'm I'm a sucker for two drops, I guess. Well, there's you, lots of you mana. Got some, you got some ramp. I like Zada Air to Keld. She's got a good one on one deck. I like that. Uh, I like. Sakura, I had to think of how to say Sakura it. Sakura Tribe, Tribe Elder. Elder. Also finds a land. Yeah. Right? So my, lots of my two drops Villager. get me land. Uh, we've got Mimic, Simic, Signet. <laughs> that's, that's surprisingly Simic hard to say. Signet, yeah, that sucked. Uh, Sylvan Ranger. What about uh, Sylvan Ranger, Enter the Battlefield? Put it into your hand. What about uh, Wood Elves? Let's you search for a forest put into play. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, that's probably like that. it. And also, what is the other guy? The It's from Shadowmoor. Uh, search for land, put it into play. I play it in Animar. Uh, I'm scrolling down on EDH rec. Is it in the deck? Is it in the deck? I passed the creatures. It must not be. It's definitely not in there. And it's 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 not something that I probably have kicking around, to be honest you with you. You might. You played during Shadowmoor. Yeah, I played lots of Shadowmoor. Now that I think about it, yeah, I shouldn't stop being so down on myself. Oh, I don't know what it is. It's less important. I'm still looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, while Ryan's looking, I guess we can keep going into what the... Uh, I mean, obviously, when I was building werewolves, I was building an aggro deck that was supposed to be thematic and kind of fun. Um, the list right now plays only creatures, enchantments, and lands with one sorcery, and that sorcery is Stitch in Time. Oh, if you don't know what so Stitch terrible. in Time does, it's red, blue, one, sorcery. Flip a coin. Ooh. If you win the flip, you get an extra turn. 
That's it. And I only play that because I desperately wanted a deck that plays Stitch in time. And Why don't you desperately want is. a deck that can take extra turns? Because you are playing, what did we call it? Roaring Primadox. Primadox? Primadox? Primadonna? Doesn't matter. 4-4 four, for four, 4 at the beginning of your upkeep, return target creature you control to its owner's hand. You playing Roaring Primadox, you're playing Eternal Witness. Eternal Witness. Uh, you're not playing Eternal Witness. No, I'm not playing Eternal Witness. Play it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, put me on the spot. Eternal Witness, because if you have a take an extra turn card with Roaring Primadox and Eternal Witness, that's three-card infant combo. But then I'm playing an infinite turn combo in a deck that doesn't do anything. Well, that's you could the do worst kind nothing of, for in eternity. That's true, as long as and I don't win. lose a coin flip ever, I suppose. Well, that's why you cut that other garbage and put in something that's less spicy so you can win more. <gasps> but am <laughs> I playing this deck to win? It's werewolf deck, man. <laughs> I didn't build it to win. I built it to be super sweet. Look at my werewolf deck. And now when I play it, it's like, look at my werewolf deck that has no werewolves in it because werewolves are trash. And it's still trash. It's total trash. I even have a sub-theme now. Because I got a, what is it, Sarkhan the Unbroken? Is that the name of the Planeswalker? That's a guy, yeah. Yep. So I got one of him, and his ultimate is search your library for any number of dragons and put them into play. So I found a bunch of crappy dragons that I could still play where I don't have to invest too much in them. Oh, is that, I put that's them why in those are too. in here? Yeah. Oh. That's why there's a Rakdos Pit Dragon and a Skyship Scavenger, Skyship Stalker, and a... What? Skyship, what yeah, is he, so what terrible. are you talking about? Oh, he's so bad. He's a rare from uh, the newest, not the newest set, but like the one right before it. And he like gets first strike and flying and fire breathing and he can do all oh, sorts of things. Oh, look at, there's, a, there's an Intet the Dreamer. The Intet, like, the, yeah, like Intet, Intet the Dreamer. Intet like is him. awesome. He's super great. Let's read him. Uh, Intet the Dreamer, right there. Oh, he's got a novel of text too. Legendary Creature Dragon. He is a 6-6 six, six, flying, green, black, sorry, green, red, blue, three. Whenever Intet the Dreamer deals combat damage to a player, you may pay blue two. If you do exile the top card of your library face down. Defending you, player's library. Is it not defending player's library or is it mine? Top card of your library oh face down. You may look at that card for as long as... It remains exiled. You may play that card without paying its mana cost. Yeah. What is that noise? That is somebody opening the blinds in the studio next oh, door. Wow. That was awful. Yeah, that was. Ah, uh, he's good. Thing. Yeah, Intet's awesome, right? Is he as good as any of the other legendary dragons from Invasion? Uh, yes. Rith the Awakener is probably better because he gives you tokens. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rith is. So you have to have tokens. This yeah. just lets you cast stuff. He's kind of like a less good. Um, Jaleva. Yeah. Or the same colors, I think. No. no Jaleva's got black in her instead yeah. of green. Um, yeah. A less good Jaleva. Maybe if you want to make spicy Jaleva dot deck. Ooh. Just play the green or the, yeah, I guess the green things instead of the black things that you would play in Jaleva with the blue and red. And then you've, I don't know, maybe that's a thing. It could be a thing. Ah, that's terrible. But not right now. That's an awful thing. But right now, yeah. So it's got a bunch of, like I say, it's got a bunch of not terrible things. Yeah, you got a Dead Eye Navigator in here. He's broken as all sin. You've got a Prime Speakers. You're gonna, oh, Dead Eye Navigator. Another thing to go get Eternal Witness Infinite Turns with. 
Yeah. I just guess. throwing that out there. I just don't want to do infinite turns. I hate being... I already have an infinite turn deck, but I have to, like, sack land to do it, so I feel less bad. So if I <laughs> whiff or play forever, at least now I'm effed and you guys can beat me to death, right? And yes. For wasting your time. Uh, yeah, the Prime Speaker, there's Primordial Sage. Play a creature, draw a card. He's good. Yeah. Or it's good. It's a spirit. I don't think spirits have genders. Um, progenitor Mimic. Steel Hellkite. All Steel good Hellkite's cards. awesome. And he's a dragon, right? <gasps> he went in there after my dragon, dragon. sub-theme, which is kind of Well, okay, Serac Dragon Club. Maybe we make it into a dragon tribal deck. Do nah, we go, oh, no, we don't go there? definitely don't go into dragon tribal. I don't uh, have enough yeah, dragons. We, with, like, we dragons talked about dragon that. tribal instead of... Uh, Five color a tog tribal with scion in the year dragon. Yeah, yeah. Mm. If you want dragon tribal, you probably do scion. Right? Yeah, you. Mind you, that's a combo deck with nickel old original nickel bolus. Anyways, nowadays. Yeah. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Maybe I'm it, just a douche. It's super know. less fun than playing. I wanted to play Surak. Now that I've played Surak, I really like him, and I want to find a way of making him good. Mm -hmm. But I don't just want to make a deck that plays a bunch of utility creatures. What about a bunch of utility stuff? Bunch of ramp into big dot thing. Into big bomb stuff? Yeah, like you've got, again, at the two drops. I mean, you've got a soul ring. You've got a bunch of ramp at the two drop slot. Uh, you could fit in a bunch of stuff at the three drop slot when we're talking about those elves that um, when you cast them, they search you for mana. Civic Wayfinder and stuff. Yeah, or um, uh, cultivate Kadama's Reach into the four drop ones that search for two. Right. Um, Sky Shroud Claim. Search for two forests, put them into play untapped. That is the one. Could be non-basic forests, just like wood elves. Could be dual and lands, you're correct. playing duels and shocks. Yep. I'm uh, not playing shocks, just uh, duels. Ooh, you're thinking I'm a peasant? Maybe you're a pleasant. That is a peasant and a pleb. <laughs> <laughs> Could be so pleasant. Um, drop the werewolves, play shock lands. Ooh. ooh. Yeah, there's I could deck. do this. I feel like a, like a, what is it, a obligation. To the werewolves. Like, I want to keep them in there a little bit because every so often they come out mm. and they sort of do something sometimes. Sometimes. Um, which is kind of fun, but it gives me that backup. Like, I still have the possibility to have that opening turn where it's like, haha, look at me, I have a 5 5 and it's only turn two. Everybody can suck it. Mm. And then once that goes away, the CCO now, middle finger. Exactly. And somebody paths that, F you, Evan, and Alex. And Smitty and Ryan and mm. everybody who plays Path, Brando. <laughs> and then after it's dead, now I actually have some play later on because I got all these other guys that are good. Mm -hmm. They just, it's like a team full of all stars that have no cohesive purpose, right? Oh, like Shaq and Kobe. Exactly. Like they're great if you build a team around them, but on the same team, it's like, well, they don't really gel all that good. Mm. And you have a bunch of stuff that doesn't really gel all that good. Like I've got the werewolf planeswalker and she's. Freaking super bad. Mm. Um, What's her name? How bad is she? Arlen Cord, I believe, is her name. Yeah, I just mentioned her. She's a four drop, right? Yeah, and she's just like, she's just not good. She makes wolves, which I is think cool. I have her. Okay, let's let's look at how bad she is. Uh, green, red, two loyalty, three, uh, plus one until end of turn. Up to two, tar up to one target creature gets plus two, plus two, and gains vigilance and haste. That's not horrible. Okay, that's fine. That's yeah. okay. It makes a dude bigger. It's it's doing what you want to do yeah, in, does, a, in a gruel deck, right? It does what the deck does. Yeah. Okay, so zero, put a 2-2 two, two green werewolf creature token onto the battlefield, transform Arlen Cord. So spend four mana, you get a 2-2, two, two, 
yep. for zero utility or zero loyalty, whatever. When you flip it, it's got three more abilities. Wow. Uh, plus one. And a sweet picture, by the way. Creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and gain trample until end of turn. Um, Arlen embraced by the moon. That's what it's called. Okay, minus one. Arlen embraced by the moon deals three damage to target creature or player. Transform it back. That's why she's... Mm. That's where the badness comes in. Okay, so if you don't transform it back and you tick it up to six, her minus six is you get an emblem with creatures you control, have haste, and tap. This creature deals damage equal to its power to target creature or player. Which is amazing. Uh, yeah, in this deck, it would probably be good because you got big bigs. Exactly. But getting her there is so freaking hard because you always want to use her for her removal ability, right? That's what you really want her to use because there's nothing in here that gets rid of stuff. And yes, I should be playing things like, what is it, Obliterator, Decimator, Whatever the hell that thing is that blows up all the stuff. Oh, yeah, decimate. And hull breach and all these other things. And But I'm not, because I wanted to make it creatures. Mm. Mm. That's what I want. And stitch in time, because stitch in time is awesome. ETB creatures. You got flame tongue cavu. Yeah. I like flame tongue cavu. Um, is there more things that deal damage? Flame tongue cavu deals four damage when he comes into play. He's a 4 2 for four. That's the one that I got. There probably are other ones, but that's the one that I have. And I have a goblin sharpshooter as well to deal with things like goblins and merfolk and elves, and mirrors, mm -hmm. and all that other stupid little crap that goes way faster than me, because a goblin sharpshooter will deal with them 100% of the time. Uh, I like goblin goblin sharpshooter. I love goblin sharpshooter. He's the, yeah, he's the best. I love that guy. And he does one damage no matter what, right? Correct. Yeah, he doesn't deal damage equal to his power. That's spike shot goblin, right? Correct. And that's only to a player, though. Uh, that I'm not sure about. He does damage equal to his power or whatever. Goblin sharpshooter is good if you can make everything one ones what's that combo uh, death pits of wrath yeah yeah that works too yeah black black what's a goblin sharpshooter combo in this deck you're playing things that are one ones and now they all die that's what the combo <laughs> is i suppose that's yeah. a combo oh marsh casualties what has marsh casualties good in edh yeah if people are playing things that are one and two, which is trending now because lots more one and oh, two yeah. drops, the Marsh Casualties is going to become better in the Nine future. Nine two drops in this deck. Yeah. Marsh Casualties would probably... Bend. And Marsh Casualties gets all of them except one, I think. Tokens, yeah. Bend over my Karlov deck because it plays a bunch of one ones. Yeah. It, it's, it's a really good card. I think it's an underplayed card. I mean, yeah, you can play Damnation instead, which is why you don't play... Oh, hey, this... Uh, in episode or two, maybe it was in the Hirobi episode, I, I called out uh, Damnation being a Masterpiece series card in Amonkhet. Yeah. I totally printed it in uh, Modern Masters 2017. We yes. recorded that before that was spoiled, FYI. Yes. Um, so I called Damnation, but in the wrong set. It would have been sweeter as a Masterpiece foil. Uh, maybe it still will be. How many monies would it be? Like a thousand. Yes. It'd be and now, you know what? None of them are worth that much money. Like I feel damnation would be. If it didn't get this reprint in Modern Masters oh, and they reprinted it as yeah. a masterpiece, holy Christ. Yeah. That I don't even want to think about it. I don't. I'm blanking it from my memory. Holy Christian coalition outreach. <laughs> <laughs> that would be expensive. No, that is a swear. I like that a um, lot. Maybe it'll still be there. That would be so sick. It's only got one picture. Yeah. One art. Well, the art is really good, though. That's good art. Yeah, it's the opposite of the uh, Wrath of God drawn by the same guy. Who did it again? Kev Walker? Yes, Kevin Walker. Yes, I'm so smart. You are pretty good at that. You um, have an amazing memory for magic artists. 
Uh, throw that in there. That's a that's a that's a. Can we CCO capitalize off thing? that? We probably could. No, we probably can. We probably can. Someday we'll 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 do a crossover with some other show, and they'll be like, "Hey, you know what I know lots about? Magic card artists." And they'll be like, "That's me giving the double finger, the double CCO finger." Yeah, and then you will show them who is boss oh, by I knowing know. more about magic art than them, because you know lots of them, and it's weird. You have a favorite swamp art because of the artist, not necessarily oh, yeah. because Ron of the Spencer picture. Swamp two thirty nine from Invasion. See there. <laughs> See. I'm such a loser. See, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> we play magic. We're not nerds. <laughs> oh damn it! If we were nerds, we'd be playing Pokemon. Oh, you played D and D the other day without me. You weren't in town. Were you in town? You weren't in town. Mm, what night was it? Yesterday. Screw you! I was in town. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea you wanted. I was to doing do- drywall in my bathroom basement. There, see. Ugh. See, he's a handyman, and he knows all about magic art. Compensating. <laughs> anyway, um, moving along, I suppose. So we know like what the deck has in it, and we know that we're trying to change it into something else. But overall, when you kind of look at it, without saying it's a dumpster fire, mm-hmm. um, it's got big, lots of creatures, very little land, which should probably change. Lots of dorks to make up for the less, the, the, the um, what do you call it, lack of land. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're looking at like our spicy calculator, because I'm really happy about the numbers that I got <laughs> yeah. on this one, because no doubt it's not that I made it bad on purpose. It's just when you flip a werewolf card over, you pull it out of the sleeve and you flip it over. This is kind of like you mean you don't have two foil versions of each werewolf? They're me, worth like four dollars. Come me some all of them. Come me some slack, dude. <laughs> come on, now I have two sweet painted ones that you did. It's not like I can get you to do those. Two? Yeah, yeah, I got a. You did the Huntmaster. Huntmaster and a Keurig Outlaw or something. I don't know which one that is. It's it's a it's another good one. I think I think she actually might have gotten the cut though, because she worked with werewolves or something, and there aren't enough werewolves in there to mm, sounds terrible. have her still be in there. So anyway, this is like when you're pulling it out of the sleeve, but first you gotta dust all the chip dust and spill beer off your fingers before you would touch inside the sleeve. That's where this deck is right now, as I'm degreasing my fingers. So that I can get in there. Pull a card out of a sleeve, and yeah. if it's a werewolf, it might just get crumpled up and thrown in the garbage. Precisely. Uh, or bitten. Yes. Just like that moonlight bargain. Uh, I feel like that wasn't a moonlight That bargain. was so certainly a moonlight bargain. We'll tell that story another time. Yes. Episode six, we'll tell the moonlight bargain story. Sure. Yeah. It's not that funny. Now no, it's funny. No, the poop it's, the pants it, story. it's yeah. The poop the pants story is better, but the the moonlight bargain one is very good just because of how long it's endured. That's been like five or six years we've been telling that story. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about the spicy calculator. Let's go through the uh, the stats. Yeah, sure. That's the ingredients. The ingredients to the spicy recipe. Uh, we talked about creatures fifty three. That's too many. We're going to cut some of them and add more lands because there's 32. That's not enough. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so our numbers in the spicy calculator are probably going to go down just as a result of that. Yeah. Because you're cutting cards that don't match the stock Serac list. Yep. And you're going to add lands. So just by default, you're taking cards away that make it less spicy. Yeah. So this is kind of a weird case for our spicy calculator because it's like, no. Yeah. But as really... it stands now, which is awesome. Yeah. Now, aggro oh, deck. By the by, sorry, before, aggro deck, before we get into that, if you have any suggestions for this, by all means, post them. Um, I am trying to keep stuff more red and green focused. 
We talked about Muldrifter, but as I'm sitting here thinking, Muldrifter is a really blue card, and I'm still trying to keep the spirit of red and green alive. So if you have anything for mm. to suggest to this, check out the list on Tapped Out, CCO Podcast. Put them in the comments. Oh, I was just going to say, Aggro Deck. There are zero instants in this deck. Yeah. And I, I kind of like the idea of that, saying, like, all offense. There's nothing that I can do that is going to be during your turn because I don't care about that. It's all about me smashing to you. It's all from in to out. Yep. That's where it's going. Exactly. Right? My fist, your face. That's where it's going. Yes. That's what we do here. Um, so maybe just as a statement, to maybe just to keep the deck spicy, you you have I, zero instance. I I'm don't know. totally willing to do that. I am 100% okay with that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with There's that. There's one sorcery. That is stitch in time. Stitch in time, and that's only there for the what? You, what's the word? Only there for the lulls. If you axe it, cut it, you got zero sorceries. Yep, everything in the spell, everything in the deck's a permanent. From in to out, my yep. fist, your face. Yep, I like that. I don't too. know. Maybe you play stitch in time and something else. <sighs> I don't like stitch in time. <sighs> I don't like coin flip cards. I don't like coin flip cards unless you're playing Crocs Thumb. Let's oh, you flip an extra coin. Yes. Okay. All right. I'll put it in the cut list. I'll put it in the cut list. Stitch in time. It's going down. You know what? Objectively, if you ask yourself, what is what is the what is the one thing that the deck's trying to do, right? Beat wholesale ass. Beat wholesale ass. You ask yourself, each card include, and I'm terrible at this because I have pet cards or I don't want to do this or I I have a foil or an altered version of that or whatever it is. It's like, does this do what I want it to do? It gives me an extra turn, and I always win coin flips. Always, because my coin is rich. Is it actually? No. Okay, I was going to no. say, it's on air. No, it's it's not actually rigged. It's giant. It's from China. It's like a... It's big enough and flip slow enough, because it's heavy enough, that you could probably catch it with the correct side up. If I was a ninja. You could see it if you were I am not, not drinking when we play. Yeah, which I, I am. And my eyes are really bad. Anybody will attest to that. There's no way that I could see the right head while it's in the, in the air. Although you can kind of see the sides when it's flipping, yeah. which is kind of fun. It's a, it's a really big coin. It's novelty. I'll post a picture sometime on Twitter. It's really fun. <laughs> Next to a regular coin. Anyways, anyways. Cut the sorcery. Four artifacts, six enchantments. Those are probably normal numbers for a green-blue deck. Maybe maybe they have more. I don't know. Maybe red has more artifacts. Maybe green has more enchantments. I don't care. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Whatever. They're, they're utility things and kind of dorks, I guess. Uh, tutors, there's some stuff that searches for lands, but there's nothing that actually looks for something. Yeah, everything right? fi- everything that looks for anything finds a land. I don't know if we count those. Do we count yeah. those as tutors? I don't no, think so. we don't. We only count as scapeshift like that because lands are your win condition. Right. But no, we don't count that. Okay, so popularity. How many of these are there? At the time of this recording, uh, March 25th, 2017, we are looking at EDHREC.com. <laughs> that. 628 Serac decks. What is he? Number four in Teamer? Um, number four of how many? Because that's important. How number, many Teamer commanders? Ooh, one, two, three, number, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, that, 10, what? 11, 12, 13, 14 potential Teamer commanders. That, that's and if you include cards. every single combination of those tag team generals that they just released, yep. which I don't. So there's six Teamer generals, and he's the fourth. Yeah. Teamer, actually looking pretty deep. Top six commanders if you're not including um, the, ca- the the tag partners, team guys. To yeah. whatever you want to call them, the partner, tag team, bum buddies, whatever they Yeah, whatever you want to call them. Um, there's six of them, and number six has 279 decks. That's Intet the Dreamer. Teamer. 
looking pretty good. Lots of people playing these colors. What's, it's that guy's, a fun, what's that guy's name again? That is Dustin. He's our producer, Dustin. Shout out to him. Oh, he's not our producer. No, he's a producer he's a here producer at the radio, at the radio station. station. I would know yeah. him if he was our producer. Yes. <laughs> well, there's no... You might be like big a, time in him. We don't know. Sound that. like a dick. <laughs> is that guy that works for us again? Is that pleb? He works on the second story. <laughs> we have the big office on the third on floor. On the third floor. Yeah. No. Overlooking the beautiful South Saskatchewan River. And it's dark now. Yeah, all we're we can see is late night recording. All we can see is the lights from the water treatment plant. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Yeah. Which Anyways. actually isn't isn't that bad. It's a clean water facility right next to the pool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if it was the sewage treatment plant and there was the pool right next door? Nobody would want to swim there. That is what oh, I guess not the sewage treatment plant, it's the water treatment plant. Yeah, that would be gross. That would smell real bad, yeah. You can see the sewage treatment plant from here, though. No. Yeah, it's right up there. You can see. We can't see it now, but you can see it. Which way? It's that way. It's right. No, the river goes that way. Well, yeah, but the treatment plant. There's a treatment plant over here. Not for sewage. You don't put your sewage treatment plant on the side of the city that the water's flowing then, into. What the that's hell a is hi- that? Building? That's a hydroelectric place. Oh, it that's makes, way better than what yes, I thought it was. Yes, it makes hydroelectricity. Oh, excellent! I love hydroelectricity. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I just don't want to pay for it. It's expensive. Uh, well, the river pays for it. Yeah, that's what they tell you now. Tell that to the people. <laughs> on, works. Tell that to the people on Ontario. But we're not going to get all, what's the word, political, political. up in here. We're yeah, going to talk about uh, magic cards and beer, and fun shit oh, like that. Oh, we are going to drink beer after this episode. Yes, I went we to are. Prairie Sun today. Hey, and I got yeah. that growler. Oh, two awesome. liters of beer. I don't know if everybody knows what growlers are, but they're two liters. And they're wonderful. They're, and it was like, yeah, it was cheap. It's excellent. It's a good time. Yeah. So where were we at? We're at the spice rating. We're down Spicy, to the spice rating. Six twenty-eight Sirox. He's number four in the teamer proper. Um, the non-pleb teamers. And I've got all of the calculations here. Average converted mana cost, we said 378. Yep. That's low despite having big splashy dudes. Yeah. And only having one one drop being soul ring. Huh. <laughs> Weird. Critical turn, six. Well, we don't really have a critical turn, so I just maxed it out. Yeah, we maxed out our, and our stats. That on does those make ones. it spicy. Yeah. It also means that it's not. Tuned to do um, it's anything. It's not tuned to do anything. It's yeah. not tuned for the next stat, a certain number of people to play against. The optimal game size maxed it out. Five. Yep. Um, you need as much help from opponents getting beat up by other opponents instead of you as possible. Yes. Um, you wouldn't play this in a three or a two player game. This is what I like to call a vulture deck. Ah, instead I like a, that instead term. Instead of a Voltron deck, it's a vulture deck. A vulture. Voltron deck, and that doesn't work. <laughs> Voltron? No, it's not as good. Vulture deck. Um, I should write that at the top. Patent uh, pending, yeah. Vulture, Sorak <laughs> Dragon Claw, instead of Fixer Upper. Yeah, that's. I like that better. It makes it sound a lot more cool. Anyway. anyway. Anyways, uh, uniqueness rating, 49 cards different than the average list on EDH rec. Boom. Boom, which gives us currently a spice rating of 70. Now, for those of you that want a food-related analogy, which I've been working on for at least the last 20 minutes, that's like you take <laughs> a jalapeno stuffed sausage and you put it in the fire and you cook it up because you're cooking over an open flame because you got to do that. And you're cooking on a big metal fork. Cook, cook, cook. It's just right. It's the hottest pepper stuffed sausage you've ever had. You take that thing fresh out of the fire, you take the sausage, you throw it in the grass, and you put the fork in your mouth. That is how hot <laughs> and spicy this deck is. That doesn't mean it's good. No, it's but terrible. Man. Why would anybody do that? <laughs> exactly, which is why the analogy fits so perfectly. Oh, okay, good. Um, <laughs> if we, for example, if we just, and I know you said you didn't want to, nope. but if we cut four werewolves and keep that mana dork pleb, yeah. 
we would be realistically what we would be doing is moving the uniqueness rating down to probably um it would go down by four by default right and if you added four back in that matched um the Ciroc list on edhrec.com you would lose eight uniqueness points there yeah so you'd go down to 41 and the but we're depth, not doing that we're adding land if which... if we were the spiciness rating would still go down to 62. Which is still Still really, spicy. Which is still now, spicy. If you, That's where you eat the hot dog instead of trying to eat the fork. Yeah, I suppose. If uh, if you don't, it's still 66. It's still spicy. Um, partly, I mean, Sirach's got lots of lists, but he doesn't have over 1,000, and a lot of decks or some amount of decks do now. Uh, how many decks do? Yeah, the longer we make, the longer we do these shows, the more um, the less spicy card decks. We're the going, less yeah. spicy decks get, right? It because becomes more difficult less to less, yeah. which makes our job way easier. Because all we have to do is try and do something that oh nobody else God. in the entire earth is doing, right? <laughs> oh. a, a, yeah, Atraxa's got almost twenty four five hundred lists. Yeah, it's almost like she's how a, many? How many dudes have have triple or uh, quadruple digit lists? Uh, the top, what is this, 25? Uh, six and six is Top 21, 18, 21 cards that come up on EDH rec lists. Yep. The top 20 all have a th- more than 1,000 deck lists. Riku being the 21st is 996. Which is close enough. We can count Yeah, let's call it a thousand. The top 21 F-E decks Riku. have 1,000. <laughs> trying to and both the your spotlight from Animar. Anyways, yeah. he's going to become more or less spicy over time because they all do. Yeah, everybody right? will become kind of more watered down as we go. Yeah. Interesting to note, anything that uh, is up over um, 1,500 lists for our spiciness rating doesn't... Uh, it. Uh, oh, Brando's messing with the computer. <laughs> anything that has over uh, twenty no 1,500 lists... Doesn't have a 1.x multiplier for uh, our uniqueness spicy rating calculation any longer. Okay. Um, so there's a bunch of those now that don't. Like, um, we can could, only build, we have you, to build our things and rate our things as to where things are. Yeah. Time, right? And and we're going to do an episode on this to talk about how we kind of figure out statistically how spicy a deck is. But mm-hmm. um, based on the number of lists there are, it gives you a multiplier by which you can um, extrapolate your final your final spicy rating. Yeah. And that sweet number we gave it, you. That multiplier goes up to 1.5 times, right? Yeah. And if you have the way that the formula works, if you have more than 1500 lists, that mine or that uh, minimizes that multiplier all the way down to 1.0. So your final spiciness rating is multiplied by 1.0 and that's your final spicy rating. It doesn't change. Right, and there's a lot of decks that have that now because mm. when there is a critical mass of decks, it's not like you're gonna see something new. Yeah, right. You're you're either gonna see a deck that's a little bit solved, like one v one Animar, for example. Mm. There is a list of a hundred cards, or it looks like a Traxa, or it looks like a Traxa Super Friends. Like you're not yeah. gonna see an Traxa Super Friends deck that's new. Yeah, right? it's, they're all going to do the same thing every time. Yeah, that's right. And Which it, I mean, and if yeah. you see, for example, an Atraxa poison deck, you're not going to see an Atraxa proliferate poison deck that's new because there's over two thousand lists there that you can look at online. Yeah, right. No matter who's playing it, they're net decking it. Yeah, 
And if you see something new, let us know and we'll do an episode on it. Absolutely. If we can make a Traxa, if we can make an Atraxa list that's like not a 1.2 spiciness, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like if yeah. we can make an Atraxa deck that's like a 30, 40, oh, that would be a bomb-ass list. That would be an achievement. And have it be good. It can't be a deck yes. like this. You know what? It's a obvious exactly. It's going to be good. That's yeah. right. That's going to be a challenge. Uh, once we do our episode on spicy lists, maybe we'll do it next week. We could do it we'll next do week. next week? Yeah, that's next week. We can do a spiciness calculation list so so everybody can listen to or hear what we call spicy. Yeah. What we think spicy is. Yeah. And then we can ask for Atraxa lists. Yes, Should I like Should we go it. all the way to Atraxa? Should we pick somebody less popular? F that. Let's do Atraxa. Hunt yep. the head, man. Cut the head off the snake. Don't step on it a little bit and hope it dies. Let's yes. just cut its head off and be okay. done with it. Okay. What else does this? What else does this? Uh, this Serac need? He needs more land. Okay, so you yeah. put more land. He needs Drives more land. Drives spicy down. What are we going to do to make it more focused? I have no idea. Uh, ask yourself the question I, again. I like man. big. Uh, I'm thinking big bomb splashy. Holy crap! He just played a. That's what I wanted. What do. about Big Papa Pump Crater Hoof? He just got reprinted. His price is plummeting. Well, I already have those, but yeah, I guess I could play some some Crater Hoof. I found Crater Hoof Behemoth is only good when there's a bunch of guys. What about what about you? You skew the deck to a little bit more mid range instead of that huge top end big creature thing. You skew it towards like that middle four and five power dude for four, five, six mana. The uh, the go to guys that are going to be in the trenches, right? Something that's going to yeah. keep people off of you until you're ready to crater hoof. Your savage knuckle blades and your uh, yeah. yeah, you've got uh, what I, is it? Boar tusk liege. Yeah. Uh, is that the right one? Yeah, more dudes that are just efficient. Like he's a three four trampler for four. Yeah, that makes all my guys bigger. Exactly. Get a bunch of those. Get. Uh, do you play? Um, I play Merkfiend liege as well. Xenagod? Xenagos god of revels. I do not. I have one. Uh, I just didn't get him put in. Him in here. But yeah, he could go in there, I suppose, too. Yeah. Uh, what about um, uh, anything that you know? What I just thought of What's rocks. That? He's like the regenerator. He's like from sixth edition or oh, something. Oh yeah, I know. He I can know. Deal rocks, damage yeah. as if he wasn't blocked. Yeah, he'd be good too. Spicy. Yep, he's a good card. I like him. I'm uh, gonna put he, him on. He's kind of got super trampled. No, I'm gonna put him on here. I mean, that's what I'm doing. Rocks. The other thing that I think I like is a little bit more ramp. Oh, ramp. I, I know, ramp. I but you got to have it. I have dorks. I don't need ramp. I just need land to play the dorks. Oh, more, more dorks. And what about card draw? How are you going to get How are you gonna get into all this? How what are you going to do it? What do I play for card draw? There's a uh, rights of... Not, not rights of spring. What the hell? It's an enchantment. Green, two. Each opponent... Everybody draws an extra card, plays an extra land. Rights of flourishing? I play a rights of flourishing. Uh, That's a good political card. People I like say, that, yeah. that. It's I, a good political card. I like card. Fathom Mage. You got a Fathom Mage in here, blue, green, to evolve. Yeah. And whenever a plus one, plus one counter is placed on Fathom Mage, draw a card. So evolve is whenever you play a creature that has power or toughness greater than the creature with evolve, yep. it gets a plus one, plus one counter. So every time you play something bigger than Fathom Mage, yep. which is going to be you draw four or five times, four or five times before it's big enough that nothing else is bigger. Yeah, and I'm Primordial Sage is also a card draw outlet. There's a, there's some decent card draw. Yeah. There's lots of good utility. There is, um, um, what's what's her name? The legendary one? Uh, Z, Z, Prime Speaker. Z, Z, Prime Speaker Zagana. Yes. Yes. Um, what is what is her? Because she draws you like crazy amounts of cards, Oh, right? yeah, she draws a massive amount of cards oh, in this deck. Oh, you got Prime, um, 
Primordial Sage play creature draw card. Yeah, so there's the, lots of there is lots of draw in here. Like the problem cards. with a lot of these draw those like um, Prime Speaker Zagana, she costs six. Primordial Sage six, six right? There's also um, a there's a he's red. Um, for four, he is a four four, and you tap four and you draw a card for each creature Ooh, you control yeah. with power greater than four. Like Lots of fours, guy. but there's pretty much everything in this deck has that. So he'll he'll get Shaman you there. of the Great Hunt. That's him. You know what you I call him. You have to have ferocious to get that. Draw a card for each creature you control with power four or greater. If you have ferocious. Yes. Uh no, wait, that's not how that works. That is ferocious. That ferocious is ferocious is, yes. ferocious is four or greater. That's ferocious. Uh I think. Yeah. That's totally right. I'm definitely right. And he's got power four. And he has power, yeah. So you tap four, you draw at least that's one card. That's kind of redundant then, isn't it? I suppose well, no, if he gets other. a minus one, minus one yeah. count. And there's other creatures as well. You don't have to have Ferocious. You just uh, I think Ferocious. You draw a thing. Da, 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 da. Why else would you do it? It wouldn't make any sense. I just think that he's good. He's super good. But here's the thing. You're paying four mana to activate his ability after you've paid four mana to cast him. So you're paying eight before you draw anything. And mm. if you have only him, because remember, it's like turn four or five. If you mm. only have him that has four mana... Or four power, power, you're only drawn one card. You've spent eight mana. So you have mm -hmm. to have all this great board development before you draw a card with him or mass amounts of cards. So again, it's you might as well count it as turn six, seven, eight, like when you're playing Prime Speaker, turn six, mm -hmm. Primordial Sage, turn six, right? Yeah. Lower card. Maybe you do want Maldrifter. Mm -hmm. Well, Maldrifter is on my list to add. Even before I went to went to Maldrifter. Thing. He's he's not bad. He is pretty good, and I could get him back with a freaking what's it called Eternal Witness if I go Eternal Witness, which and, I'm reticent to do. And that's just because that's, that's going to open me up. Like I'll just play the infinite turn combos because I'm that guy now. Uh, yeah, well. Here's right. Serac Dragon Claw, my beatdown deck that has infinite turns. Oops. They can never counter your Eternal Witness. That's, that's true. It's still Serac. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, that Eternal Witness does have trample. Happen no matter what. Um, and if here's the other thing again, just going back to the ramp spell cards. Sure. If you if you are um, hesitant to cut or play different card draw spells, and your card draw spells do cost you six, you can get the get to them a turn or two or three sooner if you add more ramps. Yeah. And there's a couple of creature ramp, ramp dudes in there. It's just the ones I had available to mm -hmm. me at the time, like as I'm digging through boxes trying to get mm -hmm. the thing up to a hundred so I can play the effing deck. Right. Mm -hmm. I've been tuning this one a lot, so I'm kind of. I am quasi begging for help on this one. Oh, oh, oh. What about Ant Queen? You got Ant Queen in there. What about Intruder Alarm? Infinite. Yeah. Don't go there? No, I don't want to be that okay, guy. Well. I have one Intruder. No, I have two Intruder Alarm decks. And one I've never played because I feel it's just too douchey. The other one uh, is my Slivers, which I also don't ever play because it's too douchey. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Yeah. I feel it is probably our milk. My milkiest deck for sure is my slivers, where it's just, it's the Ooh. same every game. Speaking every game. of milky, we should check out the milk list because we are coming up on an hour. So I am going to flip to what colors are we? Red, green, blue. I'm still in the blacks. I this is going to be super funny when we do this. This is going to be great. Now, the couple that you've written down, I think we should include those. Okay. Just because. Yeah, it's going to be weird. Uh, we are looking for red, yeah. green, yeah. blue. Yeah. Okay, I've got it right here. Okay. Number one most used card as per EDH rec in Teamer. 
Soul, Soul ring. ring. Yes. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, number two. Oh, here's a good one. I just pulled a foil one oh, out cool. of a Modern Masters pack. Cyclonic Rift. Girl. It's an instant. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know what? Same pack. Snapcaster Mage. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's how you turn $13. Yeah. $13 for pack. Into like 50 Okay. Snapcaster and foil. Okay. Eternal Witness is number three. Don't play it. Uh, I'm going to count it, though. So that's two milk list matches. I'm pressuring you. But I don't you. play it. I'm pressuring you. I'm not playing it. Acidic Slime. No, I missed one. Solemn Simulacrum. Don't play it. Acidic Slime. You play that one. Yeah, I play that's that one. That's the five drop. That's three. Dead Eye Navigator is the six drop. Do play that one? You do play that one. I think that we should take milk list matches and just minus them off your spicy rating. Oh, come on. I'm just saying. Not Eternal Witness. It's not even in there. And it's not going there. <laughs> Avenger of Zendikar at, nope. Zendikar at seven. No? Nope. Terastodon at eight. Yeah, that's that's yes, a one. That's I love Terastodon. I say five. You say four. That's how many matches yeah. there are. Yeah. Um, Blasphemous Act at nine. <laughs> I like that one. The Sorcery Not Called Stitch in Time. Not in there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm, I'm going up. Do you have any 10, 11, 12, 13, 15, and 16 drops? There's a 16 drop? What is a 16 drop? The most common 16 drop in this color pairing, uh, as of any color pairing, is uh, Draco. Draco? Who the hell would play Draco? It doesn't matter who would play Draco. They, their deck is worse than mine. If they're playing Draco and a Timmy, their deck is probably worse than mine. Yeah, three... Teamer decks play that card. Yeah, and they're probably they're all worse than they're all worse than this one. And this one's, I'm not gonna say it's bad. Honestly, it is fun to play. It does give you a unique game experience every single time. Maybe not the best game experience, but you're always interacting with the board, and you're always you end up doing something every single game, either vulturing somebody and killing them, picking their bones, yeah, or by drawing some hate onto yourself because you're doing something that's big and splashy and ridiculous. So it's not the worst deck to play. But it does need a lot of help to kind of streamline it so it's not embarrassing to actually look at the list. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have any any assistance, tappedout.net, CCO podcast, check that out. Leave your uh, comments Comment, in the comments. Just hate mail. Yeah. If you hate it, tell me you hate it. I don't care. I can take it. I'm a big boy. Um, anyway, this that's the end of our time right now. So Dang. I know. I feel like we didn't even talk about it. We talked about it lots, though. I suppose. Yeah, anyway, so we're going to thank Commander Society for picking us up. Thanks for having us. We, we love it here. If you want to check us out on Twitter, involve, get yourself involved with the show. Got lists, suggestions, questions, comments, hate mail, fan mail, uh, marriage proposal, whatever you got. I, I got one. What? About Twitter. Okay. Okay, when, when this episode goes up, yeah. I, I post the episodes that go up, right? I say, oh, it's available, Command, or, uh, Commander Cookout, uh, go to Commander Society, it's awesome, everybody's loving it. Yeah. Any retweets get you entered in free altar giveaway. Nice. I'm going to paint something, just a regular extension, make it look real nice. Maybe like a common commander card, like Eternal Witness or a Soul Ring. Maybe not a Soul Ring because lots of those exist, but something cool. And um, we're going to give it away to the to the retweeters. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there you go. Retweet us at, commander, at CCO Podcast. Yep. At CCO Podcast. Maybe win yourself a sweet extended art altar by our very own Ryan. It's going to be really great. Maybe I'll paint the Commander Cookout middle finger on it. There there it is. Oh, there you maybe go. I want All to right. do that. Custom stuff. If you want to email us anything, it is commandercookout at gmail.com because the Christian Coalition Outreach Program stole our damned Gmail address, Bastards. which we're still chomping at the bit about. We yeah. will get them eventually. 
Um, our episodes come out every Monday and or Tuesday, depending on Ryan's got time to post them. And when Hayes can help me post them because we're having technical difficulties, but we do have a system in place to kind of work around them. But they'll be up there and they'll be up there for you to listen to them every Monday or Tuesday. Speaking of listening, I hear the music playing again, so it's time for us to go. Until next time, I am Brando. He is Ryan. We'll see you next time on the next Commander Cookout podcast. Hit that theme song. 